collection development, um, volunteering in the children's department, holds hunting, uh, shelf reading, sorting donations. Those are the bigger needs that we have here. But also behind the scenes, I have volunteers that want to just organize. Welcome to another episode of Between the Shelves at Clarksville Montgomery County Public Library. And at Between the Shelves on this podcast, we talk to local leaders, authors. We also talk to our staff. Um, and this time we have with us Taylor Main, and she is the volunteer coordinator here at the library. So Taylor, thank you for joining us. Yes, of course. You're welcome. So just real quick, what is a volunteer coordinator? So what I do alongside from my regular duties Um, I schedule volunteers come to help us either in collections or pulling holds. Uh, We have students come for uh, volunteer hours for community service in the children's department. So I'm just basically coordinating all the volunteers coming and put it on a schedule. I never thought about volunteering at the library until I started working here. Mm -hmm. Um, So what are the things that um, you can do? I know some people go, well, I want to help, but I don't want to talk to people. So I just want to do the task given to me and get it done. But then you got some that are, oh, I want to be in the thick of it. I want to be, you know, doing high fives and handshakes and all that kind of stuff. So what are all the things that people can do as a volunteer at the library? Of course. So we have, for the people that want to be behind the scenes, we have our collection development. Uh, right now, that's full. I have people for that, but that's always a position that could Real quick, uh, what is collection development? So that is where volunteers put in our catalog system. Uh, They tag with labels. They charge the RFID tags, put the RFID tags on there, Uh, maybe stamping, um, and they even weed items from our circulation itself. So it's basically taking um, the book when it gets gets, comes in through UPS or whatever, Mm -hmm. uh, then those volunteers get the book ready to go out on the shelf. Yes. So they're I the like first to ones, of, they're the front line of getting your, your favorite book to check of out. Of course. I think of it as like Christmas time where you're opening up a package and it smells yes, like it brand smells new Yes, it smells so good. I, yeah. I walk by the collection development area all the time <laughs> and I always stop. And when there's a new card of books, I stop and smell it. And <laughs> at first couple times people th- thought I'm weird, but then people started realizing that they're not the only ones that do that. And so it's like, it's fun to see other people like stop and just smell the books. Of course. It's one of our perks of this job. Yes, just smelling <laughs> new books. Yeah. <laughs> and then you talked about weeding. What does that mean? So basically the items that have not been circulating uh, recently, maybe in the past two or three years, um, maybe things that are out of date that we're going to be purchasing to replace and update. We go through and we weed those items out of the circulation. Um, and then that either goes to the Friends of the Library book sale um, or we'll just put them in the boutique. It depends on how nice the quality is. Yeah. And I never, again, I never thought about what happens to books that aren't being checked out or items, I should say, that aren't of being course. checked out. And we do have a process of um, after two or three years. Uh, if something just hasn't moved, then it's time to to, to move on from that one. And, yeah. so th- and then also the the bright side of that is it frees up room for newer books. Of course. So when you know a patron says, "I would really like to see 
you get this series of books for I can so I can check out. Well, if we don't have room on the shelves, we can't get new books. Yes. So the weeding part is it's kind of a sad, you know, to, <laughs> to see books go there. Again, there's behind the scenes of library. There's carts everywhere full of books and they're all labeled. Uh, and so when you see the, the books that are like from from the weeding, you're like, oh, you know, but they get a new life. They don't just get thrown out. Yes. Well, we put things in circulation all the time. So it only makes sense that every so often we have to weed them to make more room. Yeah. It's like spring cleaning every couple <laughs> weeks around here, I guess. <laughs> yeah. um, and that is, a, that is a process because you have to, you have a list and you have to go through the uh, book by book on the shelf. And so the volunteers are able to take and do that and again that's one of those like we said like you don't have to know everything about the library you don't have to answer questions uh, which is a lot of maybe what the volunteers are afraid of is like well I don't know anything about this program or I don't know anything about Mm -hmm. how this process works at the library and so these those kind of like opportunities where you can still help the library you can still serve your community quote-unquote by just going through the books yes yes so that's for you know the volunteer that might be a little shy right mm-hmm. but they still want to serve yes. is those good opportunities um what about the one that wants to really like impact the library and impact the patrons but obviously if we're not hiring or they're not able to take on a, a job like maybe applying for the library that could take years for yeah. a position to come open but they still want to be here they love the library what are some things they can do so some other options uh, we always need help whether it's shelf reading that is a little bit more behind the scenes but i like it because it's very low maintenance it's um, work at your own pace you're basically ensuring that the books on the shelf are in alphabetical order. If it's like fiction, it's a last name followed by first name, then followed by title. That's a huge, that's yes. a huge responsibility. Yes. And that's a, one of those, like you take it for granted that the library is going to have their books, whether in order <laughs> for the Dewey Decimal System or in alphabetical order on fiction. Because yes. uh, not to knock a bookstore, you go to a bookstore and like I so many times I'm sitting there at staring overwhelmed by at the bookstore and I go you know I say to my wife or my kids like I wish this was organized like the library I could find it if it was organized like the library (laughs) (laughs) so making sure um especially in children's Mm -hmm. uh, oh that's a big need you know we we love that kids will come and grab books and uh, they don't always know to put it back where they yeah. got it, which is fine. Oh, yeah. Uh, and so finding a book, especially one of those skinny picture books, um, yes. could be tough. So, yeah, so reading the shelf is is a huge task, but mm-hmm. also a very important one. And that, you know, the volunteers, that's a huge way to impact the oh, library. Yeah. And uh, some of the volunteers even bring, like, headphones to listen to music. Or my favorite is listening to audiobooks. It's like you're doing double the thing that yeah. you want to do. You know, it's like you get to listen to audiobook. But also do good for the, our library. And it'd be very meta if you're listening to an audiobook and as you get to that section, there's the book you're listening to. <laughs> yeah. I, I might have to stop and like read along with it for a little <laughs> bit. Um, so that's reading the shelves. And what mm-hmm. else is there? So we always need help with um, in the children's department, uh, whether it's helping prepare crafts um, or shelf reading or helping with the programs going on. Uh, I know that Mondays at the tween program, that's a bigger event that's um, becoming more popular Mm -hmm. here. So we're needing some more extra eyes and some more hands to put out um, to help with that, to help maintain. Um, We also have availability with our holds hunting. And this is my favorite because I like to view it as it's a scavenger hunt. Yes. So I'll explain it in a clear. These really are the unsung heroes. Yes. I say that. I've said that about everyone volunteer. But this one, (laughs) this one is because when I, it's, you know, it's like the DoorDash of 
um, mm-hmm. of the library here. Yes, um, it's so convenient because patrons can put holds um, online or they can even call if they don't, if they're not tech savvy. Mm-hmm. They can call and we can put it on hold for them. We have three volunteers come a day, one at 9 a.m., one at noon, and one at 3 p.m. Uh, a list gets generated and then they go throughout the library and pull the materials off of the shelves and then bring it to the circulation desk so that staff can process them. And the cool thing is it sends them a notification by email and by call so that they know when to come pick it up. And they have seven days to come pick it up. I've had, I've put books on hold and within an hour, <laughs> have had, it's I've gotten the email saying your hold is ready. So yeah. uh, hold hunters are, um, they're all over the place and you, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're like the ninjas too. They're yes. zooming in and out of shelves and grabbing things. So uh, yeah. that hold hunters are the, they're my favorite, I think. Yes, definitely need that here. We definitely have the need here for that. Um, and maybe potentially when we get our branch library, that will bring in more volunteer opportunities yeah. for that. Yeah. So what else can you volunteer with at the library? Um, of course, I think I mentioned the adult programs. Um, for that, like for the DIYs on Tuesdays, um, maybe some of the programs that they have on Thursdays. We have a book club. If anybody would be interested in volunteering for the book club, I don't have anybody volunteering for that as of right now. How um, would you volunteer for a book club? So I always suggest on the application, if there's any programs that stick out to you where you're just like, ooh, I definitely could fit in there. I would love to explore that. Put that on the application as the note. That way, whenever I'm going through, uh, before I do the background check on them, um, I'll take that in consideration. Well, oh, I have an opening for this. Well, this person is uh, interested in this position. So I kind of piece it together. Now, they're not necessarily leading the book club or leading a DIY, correct? No, it's just there um, to basically help um, our staff. And so if you're, you know, if you're passionate about um, DIY or even, you know, reading and mm-hmm. a book club or, or DIY or, or the teen program um, or any of the other, I know that we have a lot of events. I may be getting ahead of you, but yes. um, yeah, if you're passionate about it, we're not going to, we're not going to tell you to sit down and be quiet either. Oh, yeah, of course. So, and I always like to tell people if they have any ideas to yes. bring it to me. Um, something that we're wanting to get for the future is maybe some volunteers to come and help with homework assistance, you know, maybe tutoring mm-hmm. on after school. Um, if I got enough people interested in something like that, I think that could be a possibility here. And the need is definitely there. What about, you know, our, our big events, Harry Potter, sci-fi, um, New Year's Eve, mm-hmm. all those kind of things. How can volunteers help at the, the big the big events. Yes. So on the application itself, it does have an option where it says one time event only. Um, I suggest putting on a note if you're interested in bigger events like the sci-fi event, Harry Potter, New Year's, um, Valentine's Day party we have coming up, something like that. Put on the application and I'll put those aside for the bigger events. And I usually reach out by phone and email in regards to scheduling. But yeah, I'm definitely excited for the new uh, bigger events coming up. Yeah, and we'll—I mean, I say will, but uh, they will be put to work. Um, mm-hmm. I, for the sci-fi event, uh, I was running the silent disco party here in the teen loft, and I had a volunteer that just all he did was he helped me with making sure the headphones were wiped down and, mm-hmm. and explaining it, and you know, that was a huge help because oh, yeah. a couple times it was there was. 20 people waiting to get headphones and if I was by myself trying to do music and uh, and the headphones but then also you know you got uh, Harry Potter and, and our big signature events you know we need people just to 
man a table or to help pass out tickets or exactly. um, because we, you know, we have 45 people here on staff but yeah. you know they can't always work that night or the the budget for payroll does not allow <laughs> for 45 people to be in here helping and so that's yes. we uh am trying to be good stewards of the county money we do rely a lot on volunteers yes and uh, we very much appreciate our volunteers that come i tell them all the time we rely on our volunteers yes. to keep us going yeah. i mean we really do staff does not have enough time in the day and enough staffing um to go through and weed and uh, shelf read and help with the extra programs we need that extra help from our community and when we when we open back up fully after uh pandemic after covid we didn't have the volunteers because mm-hmm. it was just a process of getting everyone back in and everyone comfortable and so there there we got behind on a lot of things because yeah. we're just we're trying to serve the patrons that come in in person we're also trying to pull holes we're trying to weed all these kind of things and you know and we all trying to chip in uh, and you know we would, we would get emails that says hey we need help here so can someone come down and you know, we'd all go do something real quick just to, to help get it out under control. But those volunteers have eased that burden to allow our staff to really focus on the patrons, to focus on those yes. using the computer labs, to focus on the children looking for a special book or focus on um, those that are needing help with, uh, you know, all kinds of online things. And so mm-hmm. um, those volunteers have taken that burden and eased it a little bit for us. And, and if they're volunteering, so they, they, they have to enjoy doing it um, or else they wouldn't be here, I guess. Of course. I have multiple volunteers that come and volunteer many days out of the week. Um, even with our friends at the library, the book sale that's going on, mm-hmm. a new volunteer position that we opened up was um, going through the donations. And so behind yeah. the scenes, it's like, Staff if, does not have enough time to go through the donations. If you saw the donation area behind, um, one, if you're a book lover, you would just be in absolute <laughs> heaven. If you were um, a tidy person, you would be in absolute shock um, because it's just everywhere. Books piled up everywhere. Boxes, Walmart bags stuffed with books. And so, yeah, volunteers going through those and deciding which ones which ones have life. Uh, you yeah. know, and, and we love donations, but some of them are just, we just can't, you know, we don't want yeah. to pass that on. Yeah. And so the volunteers can help make sure, okay, this book has some more life. This book might have seen it's, you know, it's finally done. Mm-hmm. Uh, this book's falling apart. This book is brand new. Uh, <laughs> and it can sort those out for us. Um, and then also sort them by category, genre. So we talked about, are we missing any more opportunities? I'm sure we, we can always find someone if they come in, right? We can find something for them. But of, yeah. of the major things, is, is, that, is there anything else we're missing? Those are the main things. Um, we've went over collection development, um, volunteering in the children's department, holds hunting, uh, shelf reading, sorting donations. Those are the bigger needs that we have here but also behind the scenes i have volunteers that want to just organize mm-hmm. and i do call them and i'm like hey would you like to come and volunteer in children's they have decorations that they need to be done and completed and cut out or um, colored um, so i'll have volunteers come just for little things like that not so much like we need that all sure, the time just like one-off case things by case. Um, yeah. yeah so pretty much if you want to volunteer at the library we can find a place to put you yes um now let's get into who can volunteer mm-hmm. 
we're very much inclusive. Anybody can volunteer here. Um, you just submit an application. We do run a quick, brief background check. And then whenever that gets completed and approved, then I usually reach out by phone or email in regards to scheduling. And um, I try to set up an orientation for people to come so that they can feel confident in the area that they're going to be volunteering. I give them a quick rundown of the library. It's a big place. It is, yeah. A lot of people like to brag about how nice our library is. And um, I take that and I'll run with it. Like, yes, we are great. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But after that, I kind of go over our expectations, answer any questions that they may have. Um, But we just love our volunteers here. Sure. And the application and everything is on our website right there on the homepage uh, on the left-hand side. Uh, Mm -hmm. If you scroll down, there's there's a link to volunteer at the library. Let's talk about the Hope Scholarship and the volunteer hours that students may need to, uh, whether it's high school or college. So I know we have a lot of those. So explain, you know, maybe someone's listening and they, oh, my student needs this or I need to get some volunteer hours for this project or whatever. So Mm -hmm. how can they... How do they how how can they go about doing that and then making sure that those credit hours get to where they need to get to? Yes. So whenever you fill out your application, make that in the notes. Um, I do usually use uh, the notes that say Tennessee Promise or Community Service for Scholarships as a priority because I know how it is. I have a lot of students that want to come last minute. Yes. And I do my very best to schedule them in because unfortunately I am a procrastinator myself. Yeah. So I very much. Um, understand the stress on that Um, but just make that note on the application and then we set up scheduling if you need two hours a day or two hours a week um, maybe four times a month then that would be eight hours Um, I have a lot of students that want to do it prior to when the due date is um, due and so that's always nice because I can schedule that pretty well um, but as far as scheduling goes, I have a pretty open schedule. I don't have too many volunteers. So that's always nice. Yeah. So when, and then when that Tennessee promise deadline is approaching, mm-hmm. yeah, you're, you know, you're going to procrastinate. So, you know, you like to make sure that to say and tell people, get it done early. Yes. Um, you may not be thinking here it is January when we're recording this and your hours are due in May or let, you know, just for the sake of the conversation, mm-hmm. go ahead and get them done now. Yeah. Uh, so then that way you're not like struggling to find some place that uh, that will fit you in and potentially run into, well, I, I don't have enough for you to do. Yeah. So what does the, so you got your, you know, you're here, you got your schedule, you got your application in, you've been called by you um, or emailed or, and you're coming in to, uh, to volunteer. What does a shift look like? How long can you volunteer? Can you do it all in one day? Can you, you know, spread it out over a month? How does that work? So it depends on how many hours that the student is needing. Um, But more often, I schedule within two to three hours um, at a time because that gives them plenty to do and they don't usually run out of things to do. Um, But then that way it's not overwhelming for them as well because if you're here more than four hours, you know, we run out of things for you to do, whether it's like crafts or cleaning board books in the children's department or even dusting the shelves. Yeah, and, and I imagine like busy work isn't as fun as doing actual like volunteer work. Yeah. And so if you, you know, you schedule it too much, you know, oh, I can do I can do it all in one day, you know, by hour three or four, mm-hmm. you're like struggling to find <laughs> something to do and then you get kind of bored and you yeah. may not enjoy your time here volunteering at the library. And then, Taylor, you might be thinking, like, oh, I, I need to give them something really mm-hmm. exciting to do and you can't have, you don't have anything just yet. <laughs> 
And so then you're like, oh, man, I feel so bad because I'm just having them, you know, take a Clorox wipe and wipe <laughs> down random things or, you know, or something yeah. like that. Um, so, yeah, if you, you know, to, to get the most out of your experience and mm-hmm. we, we want your time volunteering here to be an experience. We don't want it to be a task that you have to do or a chore. Correct. We want it to be an experience. Um, and so to do that, we like to schedule just a couple hours at a time. Yeah. Um, so then that way, you know, by the time you're. You know, you're really starting to feel like, okay, I'm I'm about done. Mm-hmm. Um, then then you're done. Yeah. So especially for students, uh, maybe getting ready to graduate, or they're in college now, or even adults that are looking to to start a job, um, volunteering to library looks really good on a resume. Oh yes. And so we can help them with that. Explain that. Yes. So um, in regards to when someone's established here, we kind of get that relationship going, um, and we get to see their work ethic. Uh, if they were needing a job recon- or any type of recommendation, whether it's for school or for a job, um, I always give them that option that they can list me as one of the references um, or give them a good recommendation. Um, or if it's um, maybe they need some experience in the workplace, this would give them a good idea of like, oh, well, I like the library atmosphere. This is something I might want to look into. Um, so they might be looking into maybe the experience here as a whole. Yeah, because, you know, I can imagine the 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 joke is you need number of years of experience before you can start the job, but you can't start a job because you don't have experience. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, you may not be able to volunteer at the library for a couple of years, mm-hmm. um, but you can volunteer over the course of three or four months doing all the different things you can at the library, all the volunteer opportunities. And if you, you know, would be happy to recommend, you know, if when you're use you as a recommendation or use us as a recommendation on your application. And so that experience is good because you, you know, especially if it's working with the patrons or doing organization or yeah. uh, any kind of like book work or, um, you know, things like that. So, yeah, not only are you getting the volunteer hours, you're serving the community, um, but you are getting some experience that you can maybe that can maybe benefit you in the future. Yes. And actually, a lot of the staff here. Um, have started off yes. as volunteers. I won't go into any names, but we have quite a few. Yes. Um, and so I always like to tell people, if you're ever interested, thinking that you might want to work at a library, start off as a volunteer, get established. Um, and of course, with our branch hopefully being yeah. built in the next uh, few years, that will bring in more job opportunities. Um, and maybe someone might fall in love with the library atmosphere and just be like, yes, I need to work here. You're right. A lot of people have started as volunteering here and, you know, we try to encourage those that do come in like and when we see when we see volunteers, it's you know, they're they're just even though they they, we know they're volunteers, they're not full time or part time employees, but we we treat them just as well as we treat each other because they're so valuable to us. Yes, very much so. Well, Taylor, thank you so much for uh, sitting down with me uh, today and talking about volunteering at the library. And I hope that you. You get a influx of, I hope you get busy (laughs) with volunteers. (laughs) Thank you very much. It was nice to be here. You can visit our website. Uh, Right there on the left-hand side is a link to uh, Volunteer to Library. We'll also include this in the show notes. Um, And then when we post on our our social media channels, a link to this podcast will have the link to volunteer. Again, thank you for joining us on this episode of Between the Shelves at Clarksville Montgomery County Public Library.